Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. Welcome to our show, Two Beards, Please. We are two Wisconsin guys with houses full of women. Which sounded better when we were in our 20s. We're both married with two daughters each, and we'll be getting together to talk about life, tell stories, and try to make each other laugh. And hopefully, you too. Hello and welcome to this episode of Two Beards, Please. We are at episode 56. Yeah. That's a lot. And we have a visitor in studio. While with me, I'm here in the studio. Andrew is remote uh, because he is fat. (laughs) No. I mean, probably. I do have a doctor's appointment. Oh, yeah. Typically, that's how he starts off all my appointments. He's like, you know you need to lose weight. And I go, yeah, dummy. What's next? I do. I do know that. But let's talk about this other problem So we first. So yeah, Andrew has a doctor's appointment this afternoon and needs to go right from the recording to his doctor's, which he didn't think he could do if he came into the studio. But right. in the studio with me today, we've got my former neighbor, Put Your Hose Away yeah. Steve. Put Hello. Your, put Your Hose Away Steve. Steve, welcome back. It's been uh, oh, just over two years since you came on the show last. Yeah, I was one of the early episodes. Yeah, you were, I think you it, didn't. You almost broke a ch- you broke a chair last time you were here. <laughs> I actually tested it out this time. <laughs> he did the shake test on your chair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my chair will hold you, man. We made sure of that. That's a good chair. Yeah, I told him you're, that, you're that's in, a five hundred plus. <laughs> yeah, that's a big boy chair. So, for those of you who don't know Steve, Steve was here literally. I think it was maybe our second or third episode. Uh, I think we titled it "Put Your Hose Away, Steve." Uh, Steve yep. told some funny stories. Uh, he's a firefighter and told some funny stories from the firehouse. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it right now. We'll wait for you. Welcome, Welcome back. back. So being on the show did not get you fired, so that's good news. No. <laughs> I don't think they even listened to it. <laughs> yeah, we weren't there. It was the second or third episode. We didn't really have anybody listening at that point. So. I'm careful to you not probably say where I You got to be a little more careful. Yeah, yeah. got to be a little more careful this time. We have like seven or eight listeners this time. So, so since the the last time we had Steve on the air with us, uh, or mm-hmm. on the show with us, I should say. On the air. Yeah, on the air. <laughs> Good morning, radio. Vietnam! Are we doing like, what? <laughs> on the air. The radio <laughs> shtick, yeah. yeah. So Steve, like I said, he used to be my neighbor. Steve and his family moved, when was that, November of yeah. last year? November. So he's been gone they six months. They, yeah, they they escaped the neighborhood, and our property values increased significantly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually been an exodus. They left, and then this spring, the neighbors that lived across the street from them left. So we're we're getting, you know, some fresh faces in the neighborhood. And you got to start wearing a shirt in the front yard, Nate. That's the yeah. They they get what they get. That's true. <laughs> I agree. So, Things you can't unsee. <laughs> right. Yes, we definitely miss you guys. That said, the new neighbors are great so far. They said better to me the other day, but oh, I know. Great. <laughs> the other day I was over for a bonfire and he had uh, brandy and cigars for Nate. So I never did that yeah. for him. Yeah, right. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I didn't feel like I had to buy his love. <laughs> <laughs> well, it helps. Yeah. yeah, I've been doing it for years. Well, here's the deal, though. I don't drink brandy or I don't smoke cigars. All the cigar was tempting. I, I almost did, but uh, that well, wasn't the night. Next to... time you, next time you get offered brandy and cigars, just hold on to them. And I'll I be, think it was bourbon. I'll make a trip. I think it was actually Either bourbon way. too. Yeah, bourbon. Either way. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not opposed to the occasional cigar. It's been a while since I've had one. 
uh, but it would have to be a pretty darn good one. It'd have to be hand-rolled full leaf, something either Cuban or Dominican in order for me to, to try it again. I'm past my, you know, Swisher Sweet Puffin College Days type cigar crap. Swisher Sweets. <laughs> So obviously you guys moved. You moved out a little bit further out. Yeah, it's been great. A little bit bigger yard, so the kids get to run around quite a bit. I bought a bicycle. Out. You We're bought be, you bought a bicycle. I bought a bicycle. For I, you? It was stupid. Like well, for you, kind of. So yeah. I go to the store. I even call my wife. I said, "Hey, I'm thinking about buying a bicycle. What do you think?" She goes, "Well, is it something I would fit on?" I said, "Well, shoot. Okay, now I got to buy a smaller bike." <laughs> And I'm a big dude, so for me to sit on a smaller bike is going to look weird. Yeah. But if she's going to use it, that's okay. So I buy this bike. I go home. She doesn't ride it for a little while. I already rode it a whole bunch, so it's it's already broken and I can't return it. She sits on it for the first time and goes, <laughs> eh, I don't know if this is for me. So now we might just be stuck with a small bike for me and might have to get another one for her. No <laughs> we'll bike see. for her, yeah. Well, yeah. you could always sell it. Put it on, on Facebook, about right. Facebook Marketplace or something. Yeah, because I am maxing out those tires. I even thought, you know what, I'm not going to buy one of those big off-road bikes. I'm going to buy a street bike. Yeah. And it just looks flat all the time. <laughs> so for those of you who haven't met Steve or haven't seen a picture, Steve is uh, not quite as big as Andrew or I, but he is still a pretty big guy and has broken chairs on my patio and in our studio. Yeah, so he's officially recorded. a member of the faculty. So, club. yeah, he's a member, sure. de- a definite member in good standing. Thank you. <laughs> Card-carrying member. Yeah. So you had a little bit of uh, a work done recently. You were off for, what, a few weeks? Work for done? Some... You sound like you had a nose job or something. <laughs> I'm still off. <laughs> oh, you're still off. Yeah. Okay. I, um, yeah, I had my appendix removed. Um, HIPAA. The... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had my That's not how that works, Steve. Yeah. I had my appendix <laughs> removed not, about not at all how it works. two and a half weeks, three weeks ago. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And but, it it's not Did you look, decide it was a good idea to have your appendix out or did your appendix side it was decide it was a good idea? Appendix. Yeah. And I got to work and I could not stand up straight. I had to yeah. go in and got it removed that day. But it, it lost did, weight it, though. It, it didn't burst though, right? No, it did not burst. It didn't okay. burst. Oh, oh man. I, I have a great appendix story. My dad was driving from Madison to Janesville one day and like had this huge pain in his like, you know, side or whatever and couldn't figure out what it was. And it was so painful. He had to pull over to the side of the road and stop driving for a bit. But then he kind of, you know, got himself back together and, and got back on the road and he got home. My stepmom's a nurse and he gets home and he's got like 105 fever. Oh no. Pale white and sweating bullets. His appendix had burst and they rushed him to the hospital and like, you know, immediately rushed him into surgery. Because wow. apparently when that thing bursts, it, like, just releases toxins into your whole body, you know? Right, yeah. So he was in the hospital for a while. That's but... like, when it bursts, you're like, that That, that could cause death, that's death easily. Yeah, that's death time. Yeah. 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 That's, you, know, my, you know, my dad said, oh, it kind of hurt a little bit. I had to pull over. <laughs> You got to talk to you got to talk him into coming on the show. I know he's got so many stories. Man. He, we 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 talked about wanting to get Stan on the show, and uh, Andrew <laughs> talked with him last time we recorded. Talked with him and asked him, and it was kind of a hard no at that point. So yeah, it was an absolutely not. I think was the direct quote. <laughs> yeah, he did say we could, uh, we could pay him to be on the show. So maybe That's we'll have true. to determine That's true. what we'll the to, what we'll the have to cost start a Kickstarter. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start a Kickstarter. <laughs> so you had the appendix out and we, we actually did a show about our, some of our funny doctor stories. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, 
Why don't you go back and listen to that right now? We'll wait. Welcome uh, back. Welcome back. All right. So, so you you were telling me the story, and uh, it was it was some some humorous aspect to it. So why don't you give us a little more detail about your appendix removal and coming out of the the post op? Yeah, the post. Yeah. <laughs> Post op's the best part of any. Well, the the, the yeah. I prefer to tell a story that says I was there and I'm aware of what happened. Unfortunately, <laughs> I had no memory of this, and I was told yeah. what happened by the nursing staff and my wife. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a huge recovery room, and there's a whole bunch of beds. Fortunately, I was the only patient in the whole room. Few nurses and a doctor. And the doctor has a little thing he talks into, and it records his voice and puts it into text, whatever. Oh, so this could be on recorded somewhere, possibly. Oh, it's, I'm sure it is. Oh. Well, I don't know. It's probably one of those Word documents he probably just deletes <laughs> the lines. But yeah. uh, apparently I kept screaming, did the doctor F it up? Did the doctor F it up? <laughs> <laughs> the nurses came in the room. They were laughing and laughing. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> That's so good. And you, you actually had a request. So you had laparoscopic surgery done for your appendix, which is different than they used to do years and years ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, I also had laparoscopic surgery done to have my gallbladder removed several years ago, so I kind of know what, what goes on with it. But you actually had another, requ- <laughs> another request for the before they oh, went in? Yeah. During um, the consultation? Yeah, the surgeon comes into the room, explains what he's going to do, where he's going to make incisions. I said, well, if you're going to be down there. I don't know if insurance would cover it, but a threefer yeah. would be a vasectomy, a yep. tummy tuck, yep. and the removal of the appendix. Yeah, I, I think yeah. it's reasonable. I think it is too. I mean, if the if the fat's in the way, you got to remove it to do the appendix, right? Right, and I, and it's like a it's like you know a bundle. It's like a bundle. Yeah, deal when you it's you like know? flow yeah. from Progressive it, Insurance. Right, right. Not a sponsor, right? Exactly. Right? They didn't. Yeah. yeah, they could be though. Yeah. We, we would we'd be okay with that. So so um, you, they, I'm assuming they didn't think that was super funny. Uh. No, he he chuckled a little and then absolutely said no. Um, <laughs> so so you only had the appendicitis done or the appendectomy done. Correct. Well, Steve, right. it's your lucky day. I've got um, my oh, utility knife. <laughs> yeah, we've we got doing, a shop vac. Are we doing a? I got a stick to shop, bite on. Shop vac over in the corner. Yeah, we could. Uh... Doing a vasectomy live on air. <laughs> recorded and edited for later. I, I could probably find a frozen bag of peas in the freezer back there. <laughs> yeah, so. that's post op frozen peas. That's that's a post op procedure. From my experience, anyway. I'm sure there's YouTube videos on how to do that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's got to be a PDF, a downloadable PDF somewhere, right? <laughs> All right. So, Steve, one of the main reasons we bring you on the show is to hear some of the, the, the firehouse hijinks. This is something that uh, uh, you had a, a couple of stories last time that you mentioned, and uh, I'm hoping that you've got a couple more. I know you have one for sure that you told on the patio uh, that I'm hoping you bring up this time, but uh, I'll let you. I'll let you start. What do you want to start with today? Well, I think we should start with what we always start with at work. Uh, we do morning checks. We go through the rigs, make sure everything is in its place and that it's full. It has pressure behind it and everything. But while we're doing that, we always ask, how's your Bitcoin doing? A lot of people <laughs> that I work with invest. Uh, they That's all they talk about all day is investments. And I got a little bit hooked on it um, just because that's all I hear all day. Right. Sure. But uh, some of the kids I work with are a lot younger little naive and they don't understand that i'm not even an old person i'm 36 years old but i'm considered one of the old guys and 
some of these young kids come over and they kind of lecture me on what I need to do in life and where I should be financially and what I need to invest in. And I got to shut them down constantly with some of the other older guys. Like one of the guys says, you know what you need to do? There's a property we should all go in on. It's only like $13,000 and it's on 26th and Clybourne. Yeah, it sounds like a great investment. Yeah. So for those yeah. of you not familiar with the Milwaukee area, that's not exactly a great part of There's town. There's a reason it's only, There's a what, reason 16, it's yeah. 13 grand. Yeah, yeah $13, exactly. $13,000 for a property. Yeah. It's like, no, but think about it. It's only a few grand per person and we could flip it. And I'm like, dude, you just... You live in your grandmother's basement, and you complain that she has like a half a gig of Wi-Fi. I have a wife, a mortgage, two kids, like car payments. Like, don't lecture me on life. So So we spend a lot of time talking to these young kids about um, what life is going to become. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And and by kids, they're they're not that much younger than you. They're what maybe ten years, like twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, fifteen years or so. Oh, they're kids. 22 is a kid. Oh, God. There's a kid that Easily. that started with us not too long ago. And I said, um, how old are you? He said, he's 19. I said, hmm. out of curiosity, when's your birthday? <laughs> and when he told me, I said, my God, you were only 13 days old when 9-11 happened. Yeah. yeah. And that blew, Crazy, That right? blew my mind. Right. Yeah. Crazy stuff, man. All right. All right. So, so young kids, kids are dumb. Yep. That's, that's, yep. <laughs> Well, let's okay. So let's be fair. We were all dumb at that age. Oh, absolutely. Well, right, but I didn't want to flip properties. I wanted to flip beers. So here's the thing. You know. So even though it's misguided, at least in the in the area that they want to flip the property in, because number one, if you flip that property, you're going to put too much investment into it. And you're not never going to get out of it what you put into it. It's not an area that you really is prime for flipping at least in my opinion i've i'm not a <laughs> i'm not a professional flipper we're not I'm making sure somebody, real estate recommendations yeah, i'm sure somebody no. somebody's listening right. to this show saying no oh, that's exactly what you want to do but yeah. Yeah. you got to admire their motivation and their desire to to, to get ahead and to really kind of plan, right, plan fine, for something Nate. so absolutely fine. but our job as the senior guys at the station is to not make them broke Reel them back in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we want them right. to, you know, right. if we're going to have a nice meal, we don't want to be like, hey, um, just bring white rice. I, I know that's <laughs> yeah. all you can afford right now. Um, we want to do it up a little bit, like maybe make, buy some asparagus or, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's build your way up to a steak. Hey, could you bring the water <laughs> right? from the tap? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so what else you got? Uh, let's see. What do you want to talk about, sympathetic pukers, or do you want to talk about uh, oh. cutting people out of... Out of things. Let's talk I about let, let's talk about the pukers first, I pukers guess. Pukers first? Yeah. yeah. All right. The back of the ambulance. There is a ventilation system. <laughs> you can turn it on, suck out all the bad air. We do it a lot during COVID. We want to get all the disease out of the yeah. out of the ambulance, so we turn the vent on. So you're essentially just <laughs> driving down the road spraying COVID everywhere? Aerosolizing it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, Sharing is caring, Nate. <laughs> but we uh, sometimes it's overwhelming. We had a guy who was throwing up some bile. Oh, new partner I had didn't know how strong he was. He wasn't. Uh, not not so good with the yeah. No, nope. so he's he, one of those see somebody puke, I puke. Type I'm, dr- people. I'm driving the ambulance, and all of a sudden his head pops up in the front seat from the back of the ambulance. I said, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> he's like, "Dude, you got to pull over. You got to pull over. I'm going to throw up." I said, "No, I'm not pulling over. Get back there." <laughs> So he goes in the back, but he's sitting. You're a professional. There's a little gap where they have like the fire extinguisher and some books and stuff. He's sitting in that space right behind my seat. 
like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, you need to pull over. So I pull over to the side, and this lady is parked in a parking lot facing our ambulance, and she's eating her lunch. And he's... <laughs> so I said, dude, you cannot get out of the ambulance. And if said, if you pop out of the side of the ambulance and throw up right in front of this lady who's eating her lunch, we're going to get a complaint. I said, you just yeah, swallow... it's over. You're going to get... Yeah. I said, you, you swallow it, and you wait, the, you wait the .2 miles we still have to drive to the hospital. We're almost there. Just oh, swallow it, and we'll keep no. going. That's oh. spectacular. Um... I know my very first Did he call. make it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't want to embarrass himself, especially being the new guy. Uh, my very first call, a lot of people base their careers off what their first calls are. So if you get a BS lift assist, your career is made pretty dull. If you start out with a code, you're in for a good treat, right? Um, my first one was explosive diarrhea. Oh, so yeah. you're going to have a <laughs> shitty career. Yeah, we have these, well, we have these purple gloves. And after trying to get the patient out of the bed, my gloves were no longer purple. Oh. Couldn't even see the purple. And I dry heaved. Oh, God. My back was sore the next day from dry heaving so oh. much. Oh, that was a horrible way to start my career. Yeah. Um, oh, and some people have tricks. Some people take some Carmex, put it on their upper lips so that you don't sure. smell it. One of our battalion chiefs says the secret is to smell your arm. And this girl was about to throw up because she's trying to innovate somebody. He puts his arm in her face and says, smell my arm, smell my arm, smell my arm. She smells it and she'd have to throw up anymore. And I said, I think it's just a psychological thing. I can't think of anything behind it. Like, smell my ear. Really? Like, I, don't, I don't know what your arm would have. The Axe body spray or something? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got a magic arm. Dracar Noir. He says, smell my arm, smell my arm. She never threw up. Um, That's kind of wow. a... At least he wasn't like a party smell, trick, smell my finger. That would right? have been... <laughs> well, well, like, that never goes well, Nate. If anyone ever asks you to smell their finger, I'm never falling for no. that again. Nope. Well, we had a guy who threw up after eating a pretty large meal, and I started to get a little queasy. Ugh. Didn't eat or anything, just wasn't feeling good. One of the other EMTs was nice enough to explain to me what it looked like in great detail. Oh, that's nice of him. Yeah. That's nice. So I ended up taking oxygen and putting it on my face. We were going to put it on the patient, but he kept throwing up. So I couldn't put it on him, so I used it for myself. So there I am in the back with oxygen on, (laughs) waiting for him to hold still so I can put it on him. End up sticking my head out the side of the ambulance just so I get a fresh breath. Yeah, that's something you don't think about, like, as as a civilian, as they say. Like, you know, um, I never, I never thought about that, that part of your job. Oh, once you're in the back, you're in the back. You can't leave. That's patient abandonment. That's illegal. You have to stay back there. Yikes. Even to the point where I had a patient or sneeze after throwing up in my face. Oh, Oh, that's gross. While I was talking and some made it in. Oh, that's, that's as far as I'm going to go because I usually end up gagging after yeah, talking about I'm, that i'm gonna yeah, no, start no, to good. gag yeah, yeah but good. all right well let's get to some fun stuff like cutting people out of cars and things all right well most of it's cars and machinery but every now yeah. and then we get something that's not um the cause of an accident some of it's uh sure. kids being kids so we oh, have had sure. kids in elementary school remember those little chairs that had the little open square in the back oh, yeah. the real low ones yeah kids yeah. getting uh limbs heads um, <laughs> torsos, if they're small enough, stuck in those things. We've oh, ended up geez. cutting them out, getting sawzalls, getting uh, reciprocating saws, having to cut yeah. those things apart. Um, harder than that is when kids are either dared or just dumb at the playground. Those little toddler rubber swings. Yep. 
with the four. Yeah, put teenagers put their legs in there. I thought you were going to go down the triple dog dare. Somebody stuck to the flagpole. No, I've never had that. (laughs) I've never had somebody frozen to something. I froze myself to something once, but that was different. Um, (laughs) That's a different story. (laughs) um, No, the kids got their legs stuck in those swings. Those swings are expensive, hundreds of dollars. Yeah. We had to cut those things apart. And you got to cut it off. Yeah. And all because the kids, when we tried, like, okay, two people hold the kid up while the other person tries to get their legs out, can't do it. Right. All right, can't get the saw. Got to cut them out. We've had uh, kids with trampoline accidents doing flips and missing the, oh, the black pad, and they hit the springs, had to it cut springs apart. Stuck in there, yeah. Yeah. Just not that it's uh, in a dangerous part. It was just in the calf, but it still can't Gosh. remove it. Uh, you got to transport them with it in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah, it's spring pulled in out. there, right? Because it'll, yeah. it'll bleed out. Yeah. You don't know what it's what it's stuck in. Right. 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 Um, sure. We've had people fall on walkers before. I had to use the jaws of life to cut a walker apart because the patient and the Jeez. walker wouldn't fit in the ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> had to remove the walker. Did you ever have anybody stuck it, stuck in a chair? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Not the conventional way of sitting down <laughs> and being wide, but uh, yeah, we've had people stuck in chairs. <laughs> yeah, we just we don't typically get stuck in chairs. We just we can always break our way out, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bounce a couple times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh. you had you had one story uh, that you told us told me a couple weeks ago uh, about the uh, old faithful geyser of water at the firehouse. Can you tell that oh, one? Oh God, not? yeah. I work at an older station. We don't have nice drywall. Everything's plastered. Um, even the ceiling. So there's a brand new girl that starts, and she goes in the bathroom. I'm out by the kitchen, and I hear this loud roar. Sounds like a train's coming through the station, and I hear my name being screamed. So I, I go in the bathroom, and I said, you know, are you, are you okay? She said, get in here. I need your help. So it turns out she broke the toilet. She's not big either. I'm not oh. saying that she, like, ripped it off or anything. Right. She broke the flush valve. So the post that sticks and up it, in the back of the toilet. Yeah. And she removed the lid, which made the geyser hit the ceiling and deflect across the entire oh, room. Oh, no. Thankfully, the lowest part of the state <laughs> of that room is the urinal, so everything just drained directly into the... Drains down the urinal? Yeah. But we didn't know how to shut the water off to the station. We didn't know where the water shutoff was. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not walking through toilet water to go find the shutoff below nope. the toilet. <clears throat> we ended up finding it. We shut the thing off. It was all rusted. almost broke the handle on that valve well you you shut it off to the building right? shut it off to the entire building yeah yeah that's when they're when the handle's old and rusty you take a chance right well we have a we have a huge plumbing room it's all boilers and everything and i'm looking at these pipes and i keep grabbing a pipe to go okay maybe this one nope that one's hot nope that one's hot (laughs) we don't heat up toilet water so it can't be these (laughs) right Wait, you're not bougie. You one of those like that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a bidet. I I would like my toilet water warmed, please. Yeah. To we're not that rich. Ninety-seven yeah. degrees Fahrenheit. It's an yeah. older firehouse, Nate. No, <laughs> no warm bidets. Bunch of cuts. <laughs> I'm not sure any of the firehouses have warm bidets. Nate, you would not make a good firefighter. No, I don't think I would. But the pressure behind the bidets at the firehouse, I'm guessing, is probably pretty. pretty that solid. station is. <laughs> yeah. That station's a dead end hydrant. That thing has some pressure. So that oh. that's actually supposed to be remodeled in the next year, and a lot of us are pretty worried. Um, if they destroy the water pressure, there we're going to be pretty upset. If you take yeah. a shower there and you turn the dial just right, 
God, it's like a pressure washer. Yeah, you don't need soap. It just oh, rips man. the skin and dirt and everything right off you. It's nice because showering at home, my water is so soft at home, I still feel like I have shampoo in my hair. When I get to work, <laughs> yep. I wash it out. Oh, you man. I don't really have any hair left. I feel so done. clean. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. What else? You got any other stories for us? That's pretty much it for now. That's it for firehouse hijinks for now? That's great. Nice. So now we're at the point in our show we're going to play uh, our True Tooths and a Lie game. And uh, basically what this is, is each of us had to come up with three statements about ourselves. Two of Let them are guess. true. Let me guess that two of them are true and one of them's a lie. Correct. They're very good. Wow. Man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all night. <laughs> all right. All right. So I've got four. Steve has four. Andrew, you have three, right? I have three, yep. All right, so Steve, why don't you start us off with your first round? All right. I don't like to leave Wisconsin. I do Civil War reenactments. Ooh. And I've had the chicken pox twice. Hmm. Well, I know... know Medically, I'd have to say the double chicken pox is a lie, but I kind of feel like that put away your hose, Steve, might be a medical anomaly. Yeah, I I know I know it's not the Wisconsin one because I know you don't like to leave the state. I know that yeah, about you, you. Yeah, we've you've established made that, that. that clear. You don't go anywhere. I think was exactly what you said. <laughs> I'm actually going to Florida next week. Yeah. Um, and I'm nervous as heck. <laughs> yeah, and you're not <laughs> a happy. A lot about of anxiety. It. You you'll yeah. be fine, buddy. You'll do good. Uh, I think yeah, you'll be great. I'm always afraid that like spitting on the sidewalk is a felony in a different state or something, and I'm going to be. It's like they locked up abroad or something. Just keep Dude, your hose put away, and you'll be fine. It's Florida. <laughs> There's nothing you yeah. can bring to Nothing's that state. Nothing's illegal in Florida. That's going to be any worse than what you do. I guess it's what you bring back, right? Right. Yeah. 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 So let's get back to here. Okay. So chicken pox twice in the Civil I War. Think, I think it's a Civil I War. I think it's Civil War. Yeah. Civil War reenactment. You're saying that's the lie? That's the lie. That's the lie. Correct. Yes. You had chicken pox twice? Yeah. Dude, Very mild sucks. the first time, but the second huh. time, holy cow. I had him when times, I was about yeah. three, and I had him again when I was about six. Wow. Yeah, I had him when I was probably in kindergarten. Did your parents do the thing where one kid in the neighborhood got it, and then they invite all the kids over so everybody gets it at the same time? <laughs> no. Oh, we no. did that. It, they were... Uh, Bioterrorists. Is that what it's? <laughs> yeah, that's what, yeah. Your um, parents are bioterrorists. Yeah, they <laughs> would say, okay, well, if we're gonna get it out of the way, let's get it out at once, and they just bring everybody over and. Really? Yeah. No, we. I when I remember being isolated and itching like crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, brothers itchy, and everything. Itchy. Calamine lotion bath. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's oh, just a right, weird thing I'll that my next. parents did. All right, no, no, you got to go last because you only have three. Oh, because I don't have as many. That's yeah, a, so I'm next. Okay. Okay. I have run multiple 5Ks. Yeah, that's a lie. Wait, no, sorry. We're going to keep going. Sorry. <laughs> I speak fluent Spanish, hmm. and I sing high tenor in a barbershop quartet. Whew. I want to say the multiple 5Ks, because like, you and running are like oil and water, but I think probably in your younger years, you may... You didn't say... Did you say you ran multiple 5Ks? Correct. That was the exact See, I statement. I think maybe you've walked in multiple 5Ks. <laughs> I'm not sure you've run in multiple 5Ks. I don't know, Steve. What do you think? I'm thinking the language. I feel like the 5Ks is too easy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost thinking the language. Easy. All right. Fluent in Spanish? Fluent in Spanish is, is that your lie. Is that your final answer? 
Yes. Well, no. Now that you've it is the Spanish. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. I I speak enough to get by barely. Um, yeah. But yes, I have run multiple five Ks. It's been many years since I've done that. Yeah, I was gonna say. And when I was in high school, and this is a, this is a good story. When I was in high school, I was in a barbershop quartet with three of my buddies, and we were trying to pull it together. I don't know why, but I ended up no none, none of the other guys could get the high tenor. And so I just kind of faked up my falsetto, and <laughs> I was seeing the high tenor part. You, you just went for it, eh? Yeah, exactly. All right. All right, Andrew, now it's your turn. Start us off. Um, once I was almost killed by General Chuck Yeager, I drank a New Orleans bar out of all of its Jack Daniels. I believe that. I think I remember that and story. I, I wrote a video <laughs> game in college that you can find on Xbox Live. Oh boy. Getting killed by the general was pretty specific. But I think plausible. You which one do you think, general? I'm thinking the general cuz I Yeah, I, I think the bar the bar story is true. I I know the bar story is true. I think it's <laughs> I think it's the video game. I don't think you coded anything. That's your final answer? That's my, that's game? our final answer. So mine is video right. game. Steve says the general. It's the video game. <sighs> I did code video games when I was in college, but none of them are on Xbox Live. So tell um, us about I the... did absolutely drink a bar out of Jack Daniels. I think I've told that story before. I don't think um, on the show, but yeah, I, I know I've yeah, heard it bef- before, yeah. yeah. Um, that was a long couple of days in one <laughs> booth at one bar in New Orleans. Tell us about Chuck um, Yeager, though. So when I was a kid, so it, I go to the Indy 500 every year. I didn't go this year. I was graduating. It's another story. Anyway... So I've gone to the Indy 500 every year since I was in like fifth or sixth grade. And when we were kids, my brother and I used to go to with my dad every weekend leading up to the race for qualifying and practice and all that stuff. And one one year, Chuck Yeager was the um, pace car driver. And where the press room was, was right across the street from where they garaged the pace car. Like across the, it's not really a street, the, you know, open area, whatever. Um, so my brother and I would always sit there and wait for my dad to get done in the press room. Then we could leave. And one day my brother and I are sitting on the corner there. And he, Chuck Yeager comes comes screaming down uh, out of Gasoline Alley and like does like a tail spin into the garage in the pace car. It's like a, I think it was like a, the new Viper at the, that year. <laughs> and just about ran us over. And it like, you know, scared the crap out of both of us. So we, you know, he gets it. We jump up and he comes out and he's like, Hey, sorry about almost killing you. And then he just walks away. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Chuck Yeager is like the quintessential test pilot. Oh, yeah. He was a military yeah. test pilot. Uh, First back break in the, the sound barrier. Yeah. Just amazing life. Amazing guy. Yeah. Uh, I actually read a biography biography about him. Uh, it's actually called Yeager. Um, mm-hmm. It was a That's paperback good. that my grandfather uh, had on his shelf for many, many years, and I got it when he passed. Uh, and yeah, just an amazing, amazing book. So, if you don't know uh, the life and works of Chuck Yeager, I would highly recommend reading up on him. Yeah, I almost got killed by him. It's one of my uh, one of my claims to fame. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad he missed. Yeah, yeah. It would have been. How old were you? One beard, one beard, please, doesn't sound as good. That's true. I was like in fifth or sixth grade. Okay. I was really pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Steve, what's your next one? Are we keeping score? No. Okay. 
Um, no, because I don't know how to do math and I can't remember whatever it is. <laughs> I've been shot in the head. Well, I that used, explains a lot. I used to pole vault in high school and I love to hunt and fish. <laughs> See, this is really hard because as I know you, the breaking of chairs put away your host, Steve. <laughs> pole vaulting seems like a fantasy that is never possible. But I haven't known you that long, and <laughs> and it it may be that at one point you were a world class pole vaulter. Well, it not world class, but I can hundred percent confirm high that school pole, class. pole vaulting. He he was a pole vaulter. He and I have talked about this story before. We need so. to have a conversation because that is the craziest <laughs> sport. Well, I think in the entire let's, world. Let's oh, yeah. get through this, and he can tell us a little bit about it. All right. There's some so what were the other there. two? Hunting and fishing. You shot in the head and hunting. Shot and fishing. in the head. So I think I think the obvious is well, of course he hunts and fish. He you know never left Wisconsin, but I think he's secretly not a hunter and fisher. Like I don't me. I don't know that he is. I don't know that I've yeah. ever heard any hunting or fishing stories come from him. I think that's the lie. You don't I, I you don't agree. track me in November and October. Yeah, I think you're 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 not a hunter fisher. That's the lie. And you're just like me. You're not a hunter and fisher. Final answer. Yep. You're Correct. a Wisconsin anomaly. Final answer. Yes, yeah. you got it right. Okay, so you've got a couple stories here. Well, first uh, of all, you got shot in the head. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's so exactly where I was going to start too. First off, we're not talking high caliber because I wouldn't be here. Uh, <laughs> It's a uh, a pellet gun. Nerf gun? When I was in eighth grade, a friend of mine would pump the action and then yeah. pull the trigger into his hand and just feel the air come out. Oh. Did, it, did it for like an hour, just killing time in his garage. And then one time he aims it at me, says, here, feel the air, see if it goes across the room. Boom. Shoots me in the right ear. Actually pierces oh. my earlobe and goes into the back of my neck. <laughs> so I had it, it didn't go deep in my neck, but it was sure. under a few layers of skin. Yeah, Cash. I did something similar. Well, he had to find it, with... work it back up to the same hole and yep. pull it back out. Oh, yeah. so he it slid down. Did it for you? Yeah, it slid down about three, four inches. Oh, that's... Holy cow. No, no. And, and I'm not about to tell my parents I got shot. I actually just told <laughs> no. her. Because of this, I, I ran some of these past my mom the other day. I got slapped yeah. because she never knew I got I got shot in the. <laughs> you almost got a spit take there, dude. <laughs> There's a so lot of stuff. I, That's one I of the funnest kid. things about being in like my 30s is I tell my mom and dad. Yes. Well, my yes. dad passed away, but I tell my mom a lot of stuff that I used to do that just pisses yep. her off because yep. and it's awesome. she had no clue. But yeah, holy cow! When I was a kid, I had a BB gun up at the cottage, right, and shooting it all day at like tin cans and we had this dinner bell we'd shoot it at the bell all the time and then i just went to like put the gun down the bb gun down and i like an idiot right because i'm not i was never grew up with guns i put my hand over the top of the barrel and i set it down on the butt and it, <laughs> it goes off and shoots a bb into my hand and i'm freaking out i'm a kid and my grand i, I go tell my grandpa and he just is like what are you doing and he's like Poop, he pops a bb out and he goes get out of here <laughs> See, I feel like a BB wouldn't have gone all the way through oh, no. the, your little bit no, into no, the it, neck. It, the pellet yeah, did. Yeah, I mean, it was point blank and oh, it yeah. barely went oh, into my yeah. hand. But Pel a pellet will go, oh, yeah. Yeah, a pellet is a little lot, uh, a little more forceful than, than a BB. And it's so, also much sharper. My parents were going on vacation about four days later, so I had to hide it for four days. 
until they oh, went down they to New Mexico. <laughs> yeah. So the whole the whole four days was me talking out of the left side of my head, <laughs> not let them right? see the right. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So pole vaulting. And you were a pole vaulter. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's not rec- not record breaking or anything. I think my highest was eleven six. Um, yeah, but usually still up I've there. always I've yeah. always wondered at what point do you get to like where okay running down a track you know i can do that like carry this pole with me yeah that's reasonable stick it in this pit yeah i could do that but then all of a sudden you gotta like t- literally turn yourself upside down so like that's where like i have to stop so <laughs> like, <laughs> having known a lot of pole vaulters in my life andrew there's a screw loose in all of them yeah and it's something gotta be. you seriously have to have a little bit of insanity going to do that sport because it goes against every, you know, the amount Natural of times like self-preservation. Exactly, thing instinct. Yeah. <laughs> you have to break every single instinct in order yeah. to do this, and especially, you know, I've known guys that have landed headfirst in the box, the cement box where you plant the oh, pole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had guys that I know break the pole and you know break the crossbar up on top. Yeah, just you know, and you're talking you know, eleven six. You're right. That's not right. World record breaking, but well, no, but it's, that's it's that's a foot eleven a, feet a in the air, foot dude. and a half over a basketball hoop. Yeah. That's that's uh, up there. That's crazy. When you first start pole vaulting in high school, at least for the high school I went to, they showed us an hour long video of how to pole vault. The idea of <laughs> like driving your knee forward to get forward momentum, how to kick your leg over to get inverted yeah, yeah, upside yeah. down, all that stuff. 45 minutes of that was instruction. The last 15 minutes was, yeah, let's go do it. I don't want to say bloopers, but when things go wrong. And it was oh, the pole exploding on impact, people yeah. getting impaled. One of them, the worst one I saw was a guy bent over the pole, and the pole crossed underneath the standard that you go over. And you yeah. landed on He top. landed with his eye socket on the pole. And ah! everyone's like, why would you show us this right before yeah. we're about to... Yeah. Well, because you got to weed out the crazy. You got to weed out the people. They want to weed out the people that are sane. I stayed. And all you crazy people go out and do it. Yeah, exactly. I think it was my sophomore or junior year they made us start wearing helmets. It was a WIA rule. It's just insane. It's fascinating to me, but it's insane. All right. Is it my turn yet? No, it's my turn again. I don't know how this works. Go ahead. All right, let's stay stay on the, the high school sports. I still hold a high school track and field record that I set 30 years ago. Not in high jump. Okay. Uh, long jump, triple jump? <laughs> I'm not telling you what. Court, court, 100 meter hurdles? Courtney Cox is my third cousin. And the third one is a grade school friend of mine and I almost burned down his barn. Well, that I believe wholeheartedly. The last one is definitely the truth. Um, I think it's the Courtney Cox thing. Yeah. Because you seem to think that you're related to everyone with the last name of Cox. So You are right. correct. Yes. Although I used to tell people that at the height of the friends uh, kind of Well, sure. you gotta, show. you got to take whatever advantage you can get, right? Yeah. So tell me about burning down a barn. So. So I was probably in middle school, I think, and I went over to my friend, I think his name was Mike, and we were out at his, I was out at his farm, and Mike was a little bit of a pyro. So he and I were up in this loft of the barn, and we were lighting 
matches and lighting stuff inside a coffee can. So we thought, oh, we got this under control. You know, we're, we're doing sure. it safely. We're containing it in a coffee can and we're good to go. So we're up there just lighting matchbook after matchbook and, you know, hay and whatever else we could find inside the coffee can. And then uh, my mom comes to pick me up and uh, I didn't know she was coming at that point, but Mike's parents stick their head in the bar and say, hey, your mom's here. Come on down. So we've got a big flaming coffee can going at this point. So we're like, oh, shit, what do we do now? So we did what you know most people do. Oh, let's just put a piece of wood over the top. Yeah, because wood's not <laughs> and it'll go, accelerant or it'll go out. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It would have smothered it at some point, but I don't think we got it completely over the top. Yeah, because so you didn't. You didn't evacuate all the oxygen, no. <laughs> and you put an accelerant in the flame. Well, we put fuel. Yeah, not necessarily an accelerant, but okay, you know, let's be technical right. here with our fireman yeah, friend our, here, Steve. Yeah. Here, I'll let it go. <laughs> but yeah, that, yes, Steve. yeah. So fortunately, his parents saw it. They saw the smoke before it turned into a big blaze, uh, and they were able all to right. put it out. But we, yeah, we almost uh, almost burned his house down or the barn down right. for sure. What was the other truth? Uh, I set the uh, high school record uh, oh, yeah. at my school in the discus throw my senior year of high school. Discus. Most towels delivered to athletes? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Most water bottles filled in 10 minutes? <laughs> no, I'm, All right. not, I'm like you. I actually was a record setter in track and yeah. field. Well, I set records in other ways, Nate. <laughs> Just shut up. I have a swimming record from the Janesville invite that I don't know if it's still there today, but... I can check the, out. I, I'm from Janesville. The three other people on my relay race all won state, so that's the only reason why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were the only one left. Yeah, I was the weakest link. <laughs> all right, what's your next one, Andrew? All right, my next one is I once crashed into a semi-truck and then was dragged for three miles. I was in a polka band in high school, and I tried to drive from San Francisco, California to Milwaukee, Wisconsin without stopping. Except for gas, obviously. Well, I've heard two of these stories, so... I can only imagine what instrument you play. <laughs> I'll start... Well, yeah, it's flute. <laughs> I, yeah, it's definitely not the flute. He plays tuba. I do. In a polka band. That's, that's legit. Traveling? I'm going to say it's... The San Francisco to... Because to, no moron would even attempt that. <laughs> Except my dad and I did attempt that. So that is the truth. We didn't make it. We made it from San Francisco to uh, uh, somewhere in Nebraska. Yep. And that was it. That was as far as we could go. I did, in fact, rat crash into a semi and was dragged for three miles. If you that, I was not in a polka band in high school. So the the, the actually the story about the uh, um, the semi that's on one of our previous episodes. I think it was uh, Driver's first. Ed. Driver's Ed. Yeah, Driver's yeah, Ed. the first few. Why don't you uh, go back and listen to that go right now. now. We'll wait for you. <laughs> Welcome back. All right. So I was not in a polka band in high school. Yeah. But I wanted to be in a polka band in high school. I, I knew that one. That's why I abstained from yeah, I, answering. Yeah. Those stories are well known. <laughs> well, you told them on our show. I did. I was trying to, you know, throw one out there that was kind a little of, easier. Kind of weak. Kind of mailed that one in. All right, Steve, what's your well, next one? Well, wait till you see the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right, Steve, All right. what do you got? I've been involved in a mugging. <laughs> I was engaged before like... I met my wife, and I'm an Eagle Scout. 
Is this okay. the one? Is this the one Becca's pissed at you about? <laughs> Maybe. You let let me. I need I need some specifications on these before we continue. One. You were involved in a mugging. Were you on the mugging side of the involvement or the getting mugged side? I don't think you can get that detail. I think that detail comes afterwards. All right. And then my other uh, plea for information is I think most of us that are married were engaged before we were married. But you're saying you were engaged to someone someone else. else. This says I was engaged before I met my wife. Before you met your wife. And my wife and I do not have a... Prearranged marriage. <laughs> or an open relationship, I'm assuming. Correct. <laughs> I I think it's the first one. I think it's the mugging. What was the last one? I'm an Eagle Scout. I think you're an Eagle Scout 100%. I think it's the mugging. You say the answer. mugging's the lie? Yeah. Yeah. I was not engaged before I met my wife. Oh. oh. Both of you. <laughs> that's a good one though that was a good lie that's believable you did a very good job of surrounding that lie with very credible yeah things so let's hear, hear about the mugging yeah <laughs> 55th and valite okay oh yeah. yeah um i'm at a red light mm-hmm. beautiful summer day got the window down mistake well sure yeah a guy with a car seat this is stupid a guy with a car seat. I'm still mad. This happened in like 2007. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> this guy comes up to me with a car seat in his hand. And in the same breath that he screams, my baby's not breathing. He reaches in the car and tases me. Oh, dude. I got tased in the left, in my left flank. Oh. Kind of out of it. And he takes $40 out of my pocket and runs off. He tased you for 40 bucks? Yeah. Well, he probably didn't know what I had on me at the time, but... Well, sure, but, yeah. like, yeah. But that, like, didn't let time for the lie to sink in about the baby, because there was no baby in the car seat. Um, That's a great misdirect, though. I'm I'm actually quite impressed by yeah, his... Yeah, but, like, Well, look, I didn't, like, get out of the car and put my cape on and, like, I'll help you. It was like, yeah. I'm sorry, did you say... So? Oh, ow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, the fact that it, he just didn't let it play out. If yeah. he had let it play out, you might have gotten out of the car. He might have gotten my car, yeah. Yeah. But I'm too big to move. <laughs> yeah, that was his mistake. He tased you, and that was like, Shit, I'll never get him out of the car. <laughs> yeah. That's a great story, though. That's a great story. All right, Nate, you got another one? I do. I have a large collection of essential oils. Oh, I know that. I was kicked out of a Chinese buffet for eating too much. I believe that. And I once played Frisbee in the middle of a freeway. You're supposed to have one of them be a lie, Nate. Yes, one of them is a lie. Okay. Um, gosh. I I think I'm, I'm pretty sure at least at one time you were an essential oiler. I think you might still be. I think it's the kicked out kicked out of the buffet i think you definitely played frisbee in the middle of the street steve what do you think i'm thinking the same thing there are places like yeah. atlanta you can get stuck in their freeway for hours yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say because people actually grill in, yeah. in some of the traffic jams down there yeah i'm gonna go or with the buffet. you can just go out in the middle of the freeway and play frisbee on a sunday afternoon when you're in college so the buffet that's the your final answer yes. yeah all right well done yes. gentlemen so, 
yes, I am. I do have a large collection of essential oils. I know that there's a, it can be a sensitive topic with some people, maybe some of our listeners, but uh, it works for you, man. That's all it, that matters. It does. I found through through my trial that it that helps support our health, uh, you know, our health goals, and they work for what we're what we're using them. Uh, and the the frisbee story, we were on a, a road trip. We actually had a caravan of about three or four cars that were driving back from uh, Minneapolis, and we got stuck around um, the Toma area in Wisconsin. That's historically known to have horrific construction every year. It's yep. one of the most populated travel, you know, that, that corridor is traveled a lot. So it always needs to be reconstructed on a regular basis. So literally traffic had come to a dead stop and we were sitting in the car and I'm like, this sucks. I'm bored. I'm getting out. So I got out, grabbed a Fisbee from the trunk. A couple of my friends got out. We started, we were in the median, which was a pretty big median and we yep. were playing Frisbee. Yep. And then you know, as the car would move, you know, five feet, we'd walk five feet further and you know, keep our game going. And nice. eventually we, we started moving a little bit more and we ran and jumped in and <laughs> kept going. Perfect. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, Andrew. All right. I got my last one. When I was in college, I took the Dean's parking spot sign and traded it with a plant worker's parking spot sign. So when the dean showed up in the morning to park in his spot, it said plant workers only. <laughs> I once did an entire poetry reading without talking. And at one point in my life, it was probably when I drank the New Orleans bar out of Jack Daniels, I was arrested for sleeping in Jackson Square, which is in New Orleans. I don't know how, but you the poet thing's got to be true. <laughs> yeah, this is a tough one for me. I'm trying to make up for the last one. Yeah, this is much. This is much better. I'm saying you haven't been arrested. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with that too. That is the lie. I was not arrested, but I did sleep in Jackson Park, <laughs> <laughs> and it was the same weekend I drank the bar a Jake, But I was not arrested. Okay. Well, I was gonna say it, it takes an awful lot to get arrested in New Orleans. Anyway. Yes. So. Yeah. All right. Um, we we were known to uh, unscrew signs and trade them. On campus at UWM. <laughs> I don't know if that's there's a statute of limitations on that. I'm, just I'm sure it's if, gone by now. If it happened, it may have may or may not have been me. Um, Allegedly. And I, yeah, I once did a poetry reading where I wrote the entire, all the pieces I did, I wrote them on big white sheets of like stock, you know, heavy stock paper, and I just did the poetry reading by holding up lines of poetry. I'm so glad I didn't come <laughs> to that one. I probably would have punched you in the throat for yeah, making yeah. me come to something like that. It was it was a very awkward like fifteen to twenty minutes of me just holding signs up and staring people down. In oh, the audience. I it was bet they loved that though. It was awesome. Was it a big lecture hall or are we talking a smaller classroom? <laughs> big lecture hall. Oh. Yeah, it was awesome. So you're way outnumbered. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I was bigger than all of them, so I wasn't too worried. Well, here's the thing though. <laughs> I'm betting that everybody, that the good majority of the people that were there were like, oh, it's so artistic. It's so a cutting edge. Well, I bet you. I, there were a few of people in my camp, but not very many. There were a lot of people that were not super happy with me. <laughs> this was like a graduate poetry reading. We had like a guest poet in that we paid to be there for a week. And it was like a big celebration of her. And like they handpicked these students to like give readings before she went up and I just went up there and held up signs because I hated her and people 
People were not happy with me. That's awesome. Um, she's the same poet that basically told me that there are no fat poets, so if I wanted to be a poet, I had to lose weight. Um, oh, so, so she deserved it. That's a requirement? Yeah, while I was holding up signs, I, I had a like a sandwich board on the front that said Fat Poets Rule, and in the back it just had a list of all the fat poets that I could think of. Yeah, it was awesome. That is great. Good for you. Good for you. All right, Steve, what's your last one? Last one. I have an associate's degree in electronics. I've had 16 jobs, and I can drive stick shift. I don't think the ambulance is stick shift, probably. I would guess. I don't think you've had 16 jobs. I don't either. Because you, you, started, you started really young as a firefighter. I, mm-hmm. I, I know you, you did that. I know you did bouncing. I don't think you've had 16 jobs, though. I agree. I would agree. That's Fi- my... Final answer? I, I final agree. answer. Yep. I do not have an associate's degree. <laughs> really? Correct. I even made a list because I figured you guys would say the jobs. <laughs> yeah. I worked for a floor mat delivery company. I'm trying not to name company names. I don't know if that matters. Sure. I was a lifeguard. I taught oh, swim lessons. Right. Yeah. I was a carpenter, a grocery store stocker, farming. <laughs> uh, I plowed snow at a hospital. I cut uh, grass for two different companies. And I only did ones that I did W-2s for. I didn't pick, sure. like, helping <laughs> yeah. friends out. Yeah. Right. I've worked for two different fire departments, softball scorekeeper, Wait, uh, you got a W two as a softball scorekeeper? Yeah, rec what department. Kind of... Wow. Yeah, that was actually my second job. First one was farming. I worked at two different daycares. I was a bouncer and I delivered furniture. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the furniture delivery. You got some funny stories impressive. with that. That maybe, is impressive. Maybe next time we have you back, we'll have some of the furniture delivery stories because oh, there's some really, really funny ones for there that I, I remember. No associate's no degree. No associate's degree. No associate's degree. Well, you've got a lot of jobs that uh, probably would have qualified for our crummy jobs episode. Yeah, uh, if right. you haven't listened to that, why don't you go back and listen to that right now? We'll wait Going for you. for the record, man. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> All right. I have one more. Here's the last, the last one. In eighth grade, I had my only run-in with the law other than traffic tickets. The band I played in in college was contacted about a potential record deal just as we were breaking up. And I took tap dance lessons when I was in grade school. Naturally, because you're light on your feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You and the, the triple jump and the 100-meter hurdles. <laughs> yeah. um, no. I don't think Nate's ever been in trouble with the law, ever. I think Nate's an angel, is what I think. That's, so that's my, that's my lie. I think he definitely took tap dancing. And I know that a Panamanamanominous was, or whatever the heck that band name was, was contacted by a label. Ominous what was the name of the band? Ominous Anonymous. Yeah, Panamanamanominous. So which one are you saying? <laughs> I'm saying the the eighth grade in trouble with the law. I don't think he was ever in trouble with the law. See, his wife's the angel, and opposites attract. Yeah, well, that's he's, obvious. But he's I the think, devil. I think I think Nate's all talk. <laughs> I don't think Nate ever did anything bad. Uh, he got caught. I don't think you got a record deal. Steve is correct. Oh, phenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomenomen
for some reason, my friend and my stepbrother and I decided it would be a good mission to go climb up on the roof of the school, uh, up on the gym and see if we could get any of the, the, the balls that people throw up there during the day, like, you know, football, yeah. soccer ball, whatever, kickball to try and get a free ball or yeah. something. Yeah. And, uh, of course we get there and I'm, I'm the lookout cause I'm an eighth grade tubby kid and I, I, there's no way I'm climbing up there. And you're not getting on the roof. <laughs> right. So, so we get up there, or my stepbrother and my friend get up there and they're walking down uh, over to the gym, and as they come back down, the janitor, Rodney, who was this old old dude that had like jet black hair and a jet black mustache, uh, that he died. <laughs> it's crazy how I can remember some details that are coming back to me as I'm yeah. telling this story. Uh, but he came out in his green coveralls and said, you guys stay right there. Don't move. I called the cops. And so now we're, you know, I'm kind of pissing my pants a little bit uh because you're right i haven't gotten into a whole lot of trouble uh right haven't really gotten not that i really ever did anything really bad but i didn't get yeah. caught i was you know it's you know smart enough right. to not get caught except for this piece so the local officer comes and picks us up and we get a ride a ride home in the back of the squad car and of course my friend who was kind of the ringleader in this he is well known to law enforcement at this point in, in our lives and uh nothing happened we didn't get any tickets or fines or anything but we got dropped off right. at home and I, I think i may have told a lie yeah. that i was looking for wanted uh, my <laughs> sure. football that was up on the roof of the school yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that to try and get out of it but yeah. yeah we didn't i maybe got grounded or something from my mom and sure but yeah it was just uh an awkward situation as an eighth grader how'd your friends get on the roof hey. I don't remember exactly, Steve, how we got up on the how they got up on the roof. Uh, I think it was there was a lower section near like a, a carport or something that they were able to to shimmy up somehow, or uh, either me boosting them up to grab the the lip of the roof and pull themselves up or something. I don't remember exactly, but there was definitely a lower section that they they got onto first and then kind of made their way up via the the ladder system on the roof. So gotcha. Not enough flubber for you, huh? <laughs> yeah, there, bounce you up there's there. There's no way my fat ass was climbing up there. Not a big enough ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody to boost you up. Yeah, no. I've been there, man. I know how it is. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got before we close up this show, though. Uh, I think we're going to take a minute here and promote one of the other shows on our Titan Media Collective podcast network. Uh, this this month or this show, we're going to. Uh, play the promo for our friend Mike uh, and his cohorts over at Man Bites Man Dog Bites Podcast. Dog. Yep. Nice. Uh, they do a game show format, uh, which is actually pretty entertaining, but definitely not safe for work. So listen to yeah. this. Uh, listen on <laughs> listen on headphones. Yes. Uh, the promo is clean, so you won't have to worry about it now, but uh, definitely listen to their show on headphones. Here's, here's uh, Mike and the boys over at Man Bites Dog. Hey, Dog Biters, Mike here, host of the Man Bites Dog Podcast. I came here today to give a little promo for our show, but I made the mistake of telling my co-hosts it might be funny if they came in and were mean to me. Uh, well, here's how that went. Hi, I'm Mike Hill, host of the Man Bites Dog Podcast, a game show where I ask you... you, Mike. Okay. That, all right, well, that's unnecessary. Oh, you're unnecessary. Okay. It, I'll do the thing later. <laughs> what do you want us to say? I was being mean, you... 
right. That is Get true. On. He was doing what you asked. Okay, thank you, bud. Problem. If you have a problem with me talking to you, when you say talk to me, say something mean. I said something mean, and you're gonna be like, oh, don't, don't just do it by myself later. I already deleted everything I wrote. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Man bites dog. It's a lot like that, except there's less bleeping, and there's a news quiz. Oh God. All right, check them out. Uh, you can find them on the Titan Media Collective uh, Titan Podcast Network website, or you can anywhere podcasts are, are found, wherever you listen Podcast, to your shows. Anywhere podcasts are podcasted. Yes. All right, well, thank you, Steve, for joining us. We uh, always have a fun time when you're in the studio. Yeah. Thanks for having Definitely. me. Definitely. So, Thanks for lying to us. That was fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like to thank all of you listeners for listening to this show and sharing the show with a friend. Uh, yep. that, that's the, probably the best thing that you can do for us, uh, is to share it with a friend. Yep. Or, share it with a friend, share it with your family or, you know, share it with an enemy or whatever. yeah, coworker, whomever. <laughs> yeah, same thing. <laughs> enemy coworker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, send them to our website. Uh, we've got a website out there, twobeardspleased.com. And, and, uh, we're on all the social medias. Uh, what a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok uh, at Two Beards Please. Uh, we haven't done any epic dance videos yet, but I'm sure they're coming. <laughs> All of our past episodes are on the website. Yeah, we have a phone number. We, we do have, have a phone, phone number. number. Yeah, we do have a phone number, and I actually got a voicemail. Really? I don't know who it's from, so let me play the voicemail here quick. All right, this... I got nine minutes. Ah, uh, yes, call me. What is happening? I don't know. Uh, why'd you call me? Okay, I think she might be on some uh, mind-altering substances. That, that was it. And so, maybe dialed the wrong number. Somebody called us, and that was the entire message. Well, she thought we were funny. <laughs> yeah. And she laughed. So if you would like to leave... If you would like to leave us a voice message, maybe a little bit more co- more coherent than that one. Or not. I mean, yeah, you know, we'll not. laugh at you either way. <laughs> Whatever. You can reach us at our Google voice number, 262-345-7076. Let me take the crayon out of my nose. What's that again? Of course. 262-345-7076. All right. On that note, we're going to call it a show. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Be, be nice to each other. other. All Don't right. be a dick. <laughs> Until next time. Thank you. See ya. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.